On this episode, we review a ton of food from our recent trip to both Universal and Walt Disney World. Today is May 3rd, 2022. This is episode 457 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. So Lost Princess Apparel is bringing you magically themed clothing and accessories, including super comfy leggings and pop culture jerseys. Check out msmfriends.com to see all of their apparel, uh, as well as check out our additional partners. And then finally, if you're getting ready to plan that next Disney or Universal vacation, maybe you're looking to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to mainstmagictravel.com and fill out a form for a free quote. Our travel services are completely free to you. All right. Excited about today's episode because we're talking all about food. Mm. Uh, We ate a lot of really good good food last weekend during the Main Street 16 Challenge weekend. And we're going to kind of run through some of the places that we hit up. Um, First, just wanted to kind of give a little update on Mardi Gras at Universal which did end uh, on April 24th. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if people go back and listen to your review of the food that you tried, I did get an opportunity uh, on our way down to stop by, try some of the same things. We tried some new things. So again, in preparation for next year's Mardi Gras, we'll kind of just run through a couple items. And we are going to start off actually with the Nashville hot chicken mac and cheese, which you raved about. Mm, yes. And you were correct. This Yay. this was delicious. In fact, that uh, truck is still there currently. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to Universal here uh, anytime soon, you still have an opportunity to try this. Super flavorful. Uh, the hot honey is the one that we did. It was so good. Um, really good creamy mac and cheese. Good chunks of chicken. Light breading on the outside. I thought everything you thought about it was accurate. So uh, would highly suggest this. Yes. Next, we're going to move to the Mufalada, which last year, 2021, was one of our favorite items that I think we did a couple times. Mm -hmm. What did we think of it this year, however? Uh, It just wasn't that great. It had a lot of bread to it, I think, is the main part. Uh, Once you took off the, like, one part of the bread, and I, excuse me, took a couple of bites with... Out that top bread, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was it was way off the the meat to bread ratio, yeah. uh, like you're saying. And so, yeah, if you took off one piece of it and almost ate it as an open face sandwich, then I think the meat to bread worked out fairly mm-hmm. well. Um, so I just remember the year before it was absolute perfection. I feel like it was toasted the year before too, and it says on a toasted sesame bun, but it didn't seem toasted at all. It seemed just like regular, yeah, soft bread. And, when we were walking away, though, and I don't think I said something to you, I saw them preparing one for the person behind us, and they were putting it in the panini press. But hmm. ours, it seemed like maybe skipped that step. <laughs> so I'm not maybe. sure what happened there. Next, we'll move on uh, to New Orleans and Battery Park, where we had the crawfish and shrimp boil, uh, Mardi Gras marshmallow pie, king cake, and a category five punch. Crawfish and shrimp boil was was interesting because they're pre so they're pre making these in these little 
uh, bags, these little mm-hmm. nets, yep. right? And then they're bringing them out and they're cooking them at the station. Right. So they were out of crawfish boil. Mm-hmm. They were out of shrimp boil. Right. But they had crawfish and shrimp boil. Yes. And that's the one we wanted. So that was good. Which makes me feel, though, that they're not even preparing them in the back somewhere that they're coming to them already in these bags from their distributor. Because otherwise, if Probably. they were preparing them, you could make a crawfish, you could make a shrimp, you could make a crawfish and shrimp. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. What did you What did you think of this? Because the crawfish and the shrimp were not the highlight of the boil, unfortunately. No, it was the potatoes, which yeah. were super good. And the corn was super good. It, unfortunately, because it is all cooked in the bag, and anybody that knows a boil, you, you start with your potatoes and your corn first yeah then later after so many minutes you throw in you know your sausage your you know and then maybe a few more minutes later after that then you throw in your shrimp and then your crawfish and then that's it yeah five minutes after that when the shrimp's pink crawfish are ready then you'd pull it out and then it's perfection but unfortunately it's all in this bag so I do feel that the shrimp and the crawfish were a little overcooked, but not to the point where they weren't good. Right, right. They just were a little overcooked. Uh, and then, the, like I said, the potatoes and the corn were fantastic, cooked to perfection. And then the sausage was really good, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it had a nice snap on the sausage. And like you said, these are just, you, you end up with overcooked crawfish and shrimp. And and the sizing is is so off like you have one crawfish that's a decent size and then another one that looks like a little baby yeah you know and then same with the shrimp some were a bigger size some were smaller it just wasn't uniform right. um but i would honestly get it again you mm-hmm. know i mean like again the flavors were still there yeah, absolutely so i thought that I was done well yes i would have gotten it again. how'd you like um our two desserts the marshmallow pie and the basically full-size king cake that we brought home and didn't even eat for a week until a week later, right? <laughs> yeah, we put it in the fridge because I wanted to bring it to the girls and we just brought so many sweets home from oh that weekend. It's way too much. Donuts and cookies and oh yeah, boy. That this was fine. And I asked the lady before I bought it, I was like, you know, will this last? You know, we're going straight back right after this. Basically, we're going straight back to our car that was parked in the garage, mm-hmm. then headed straight to the hotel to put it in a cold room. Yeah. So... She's like, yep, it'll be fine. So it was. It was fantastic. In fact, we took a bite cold, and then we had a double whammy family night with our (laughs) friends down the street. So we had dinner, and then we're like, well, let's put this in the microwave, or excuse me, the oven. Yeah. Put it on a little warm just to kind of make it warm, because it's pretty much a cinnamon- it is a cinnamon roll, roll basically. It's, it was delicious. It was. So really, really good. When you're mm-hmm. considering that, again, this is one of those, I mean, it's twelve ninety nine for a full size cake that will feed several people. So mm-hmm. I think the price is really good. Um has the little baby on top yep. that you can go ahead and shove and hide in there, you know, prior and see who finds it. And this could have been a throwaway item in a sense of they could have just said, you know what, it's just whatever, it's this king cake it, we are just selling it because it's mardi gras right it could have not been that good a week good. later it was still delicious so yeah. i was really glad about that the marshmallow pie was your classic 
marshmallow pie. It's almost like a s'more mm-hmm. in, in, in one bite. Um, I grew up on marshmallow pies in my lunch every day um, to the fact that my dad bought so many that I got so sick of them that I started giving them away every single day at lunch for like a year straight. Yeah. Because he would go to Costco and just buy in bulk until you were sick of an item. And then <laughs> we would never get that item again. Um, and then the category five punch was your your perfect tropical you know, beverage to wash all this stuff down, basically. <laughs> um, and then finally, I, and honestly, the whole reason we're talking about, I think, Mardi Gras is for this last item because I was not going to get it because you did not sell this item very well because you did not like it, which was the Creole Crab Beignets for nine ninety nine, And these are Cajun brown sugar dusted beignets stuffed with creamy crab dip and scallions. You did not enjoy this at all. Okay. I was walking by and and was like, well, I'm not getting those. You know, you said they were disgusting. And you said, you know what? Get them. Let's just see. Yeah, because just like Disney, sometimes they can have off days. It was a little rainy. It was just a different day. This was a beautiful day. And yeah. I was like, well, you know what? Let's just try. I'm Best thing I had did. all day. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely delicious. When you were describing them. The things that I said I wish it was is what it ended up being. Yeah. Where I, and what it really came down to is it tasted like a really good creamy crab dip that you were dipping a baguette or, or bread into. But this but time. But all in one bite. Right. And this time the beignets were more, I guess, I don't know if this is the correct word, but crunchy. Like yeah. more, they weren't too soft. Yeah. Which was really nice. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was, it was really good. I took a bite and I thought it was. And you liked it better this time. I did. Yeah. It was what I wanted it to be. And I was so sad that I didn't think it was going to after you described it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on, though, from Mardi Gras. We did want to throw that out there. And honestly, this is going to be kind of the bulk of the episode is going to be um, our return after many, many years, many changes, many updates, new chefs, new all kinds of stuff, menus, flying fish. Located on the boardwalk, mm-hmm. uh, this has sustainable seafood, oak grilled steaks, and it's a contemporary American style restaurant right there on Disney's boardwalk. Uh, Rhonda, run through real quick a couple of our standard bullet points before we dive into our review of Flying Fish. Okay. Uh, well, it's American seafood. It is fine slash signature dining. Your discounts are annual pass holder. You do get 10% off that or your decent. Disney Visa card member, which is 10% off that. Of course, right now, there are no dining plans, and dinner runs from 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Yeah, so, and of course, with those discounts, that's off of food only, not Correct. of alcohol, um, as always. But yeah, so they're only opening for dinner. Um, you know, we had actually gone, and again, I want to say it's been five years or so. It was right after they refurbished the inside. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if you go way, way back... No, it couldn't have been. We've been only been doing this show. No, we're doing this show for almost five years. So it probably was close to five years ago, four mm-hmm. or five years ago that we went. And um, everybody, uh, we went with our friends, John and Michelle. All three of you, I think, really enjoyed mm-hmm. your meals. I did not. Yep. Uh, I, I remember having the shrimp appetizer was super disappointing and super expensive for what you got. Um, cool atmosphere and all. But, well, I guess let's start there. What do you think of the atmosphere? We got a little dressed up. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I wore yeah my, I mean, it's a fine signature restaurant. Yeah, I wore my little dress, a little uh, the Beauty Bell? and the yeah. Beast dress. Yeah, super cute. I got to think it from Hot Topic or Kohl's. one of those. Yeah, it was either Hot Topic or Kohl's. One it's of those. I love, though. and I love that they sell the 
Disney stuff because yeah. I did not get it from Disney, but it's super fun, short, cool to wear, you know, the hot summer months. So, yeah. And then Jeremy wore, you know, collared yeah, shirt. Yeah, had nice shorts, shorts and a polo and, and so a little bit fancy, but of course you don't have to, but right. we've always said, I think these are the types of places where if you're coming straight from a park day and you're in your park attire, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. If you are going back to your room, it's fun to maybe get a little bit Absolutely. dressed up. So yeah. yeah, but what do you think of the overall atmosphere? You know, we often talk about places that are fancy, you know, yeah. to us. Does this feel fancy or is this comfortable? What do you think? Well, I'd say comfortable because where they sat us, which was really cool. And I don't remember this over five years ago. No, because we sat back in a in a kind of separate room almost yeah. when we went. But we sat literally right in front of the kitchen and it is an open air kitchen you see everything you watch them cooking it's really neat and then jen which was in the kitchen was super awesome and just pretty much talked to us the whole time so cool i I was like this was like my heaven like just to to be there and and yeah she's chatting us with us the whole time while she's cooking you know she did not miss a beat but just getting to watch them prepare i'm just fascinated by the way that a a kitchen runs you know and so uh, i would highly recommend if you go asking is it possible for us to sit next to the kitchen if you like that kind of yes because it is a little loud Mm -hmm. it is a little distracting if you are trying to have like a really nice date night or something like that i loved it for you and i thought it was neat and i love talking to jen she was amazing but that's not something that i would prefer to do okay so i'm thinking of like um i know that um uh, our friend BK Lounge was going uh, right after Rachel was going and both of them because they're very foodie type people. So maybe that's more who, who it's for because I told them I'm like, you guys should ask to sit near the kitchen mm-hmm. and it, see if Jen's there. So no, you are correct for maybe a normal kind of date night where you're not like big foodie people. You probably don't want to be next to it. But if you are, then I would recommend trying to ask for it. I think this place is super elegant. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. The chandeliers, the mm-hmm. the everything. It is very, very fancy but again i don't think it feels stuffy right but to me it feels fancier than personally i think a, a topolino's a california grill i think this has more of an upscale okay vibe for me so i think it's definitely a place that you would enjoy probably getting a little bit dressed up yeah um our, our waiter william was absolutely outstanding mm-hmm. uh such incredible service and our friend uh, Jess, who used to uh, work at Three Bridges, who has now moved on, has been helping oversee the reopening of all these restaurants. She helped reopen Flying Fish. And I'm like messaging her the whole meal like, this is incredible. We're next to the kitchen. Do you know Jen? And William's our waiter and he's awesome. And like just giving her all this feedback like, y'all nailed this. Yeah. And we haven't even gotten to the food yet. Uh-huh. So let's talk about the food. Starting with a cocktail that I have been eyeballing for several weeks that I actually think Kat might have sent. It was either Kat or Jossie sent a screenshot of this to us a couple weeks ago. And we were like, I got to try this. And it's the peanut butter freeze. Mm -hmm. This is Kahlua, Bailey's Irish cream, uh, cream day banana, dark cream to cow, peanut butter garnished with candied bacon for $14. Mm -hmm. It's a frozen Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup (laughs) with alcohol, basically. Yeah. 
absolutely delicious. Yeah, it was. It tasted like it what should have been dessert. So yes. you were drinking dessert first. Yeah, I would honestly, you know, I would honestly almost save it as an after dinner beverage. Well, I think for it next was time. on the after dinner. Well, well, I just went straight for it. You did. It was so good. And then you got yours was especially like cucumber cocktail mojito thingy. Um, I think it was just a cucumber drink. Cucumber drink. Okay. It. I mean, it had a big slice of cucumber in it, and it was cucumber. Green. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it had a, like a melon liqueur. Maybe. It was a specialty drink. It was not on the menu. Okay. Did you enjoy it? I did. It was very, very good. Very refreshing. Very, yeah. very good. I really liked it. Um, but I only got one because yeah. I think it's one of those where just one's fine. I mean, same with what I had because you're basically drinking a milkshake. Yeah. Like I'm not going to drink more than one milkshake. Right. Ever. Uh, in one seating. I don't. I think I don't even have wavy. This was. This is like my milkshake of the year. I don't really drink milkshakes <laughs> much. Okay. Um, so appetizers, we take a look and I feel like this is our new, again, for you, what shrimp and grits is, you know, where if this is on the menu now, we're going to order it. Mm-hmm. And what is it? Lobster bisque. Yes. Uh, for $16. And it, so we actually told him this was really cool. We were going to split it. So instead of one full plate coming out with two spoons, we each got our own plate. Yeah. And that was, it was fantastic. I mean, this was so good that, of course, then I was like, oh, I might have to get one to go in a coffee cup. And of course we did. Yep. That is our thing now. When I was posting the photos of the food, especially on Instagram, we had a couple responses that were like, yeah, but did you get one to go in a coffee cup? And I'm yep. like, we sure did. Absolutely. That's, I was even messaging that to Jess and she was just laughing. I'm like, it's our thing now. Oh, it's yeah. what we do. Yeah. And I think we even asked Jen like, hey, this is weird, but we want it to go, but I want it to be in a coffee cup because I would think that... It, a place like this may right. have it put in a different container. That's what I think. I, I think that when we started this new trend that we hope will sweep the nation, everybody gets <laughs> soup to go in a coffee cup specifically. I think when this started at Coral Reef, it, it just, that's what they had, I guess, right. on hand. And they were like, I don't know what to put soup in. Because let's be honest, normally. People don't get things to go, I think. Well, no, well especially soup. Meal. Yeah. Like you're not going to have like a leftover soup, I feel like, normally. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't think a lot of people are going, that soup was so good. I would like to order another one, please. So when we did Rose and Crown, we specifically asked for a coffee cup. Mm-hmm. And then at Flying Fish, we specifically asked yep. for a coffee cup. And I actually think we really made out by splitting it because that what they get seemed like two full servings to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like one serving split in two. It seemed like they just gave us two full servings. And this was 16 bucks. Um, it is kind of, I guess, expensive for soup, but super but rich lobster, lobster flavor. And, yep. Absolutely delicious. We've had some real good luck with soups lately. I yes. think soup is just our thing now. <laughs> Let's get into the main menu. Uh, another item that, well, actually, both of these items are things that we try across property if we see them. Yes. Um, steaks for you. Uh, seafood scallops, basically, for me. Mm-hmm. So you went ahead and did the filet mignon, uh, came with asparagus, a sweet onion risotto, and truffle sauce. This is signature fine dining. This is a $59 steak. Yes. What, what but did it's you think of it? An entire dish. It's not like just oh, the yeah. steak, and then yeah. you have to add on with, you know, asparagus or sweet risotto. Right. right. Like you're um, doing over it uh, basically at a uh, yachtsman. Right. You know, I mean, or, or yeah, your Ruth Chris type places like your true steakhouses right so it's nice that this is a full meal and usually you're the one doing the steaks yeah. but 
of course, if there's something like I won't eat, which is the scallops, then I do the steak, which this steak was fantastic. You know, being somewhere fine dining like this, I love that I can say medium rare, please. Mm -hmm. And it is just perfection. Almost melts in your mouth. It's so good. It uh, The asparagus was fantastic. Nice. Not too overdone, not yeah. underdone, just perfect. The sweet onion risotto. Oh, my goodness. That stuff was absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I really, really enjoyed this dish. It, I, I think it has possibly taken over Topolino's for me as best Ooh. steak that I've had on property. Um, I would probably now go this number one. I'd probably go Topolino's number two. California Grill would come in at number three. Okay. Uh, Narcusi's number four. And then probably put Yachtsman at number five. Um, we have not done La Cellier. I know Correct. that's one we have to get to yep. to see how that steak is. But this was unbelievable. It was so good. Like you said, melt in your mouth, this incredible flavor, that good sear on the outside that gives you that little bit of kind of crust and crunch perfectly seasoned as you said asparagus was perfectly cooked asparagus is a tough one yeah it it's usually be. either undercooked or it's overcooked and it gets stringy mm -hmm. and this was not you know mm -hmm. this is one that you could basically still take the side of your fork mm -hmm. and kind of cut through it and eat it and yeah risotto everything about this dish was just absolutely fabulous to the point that like i kind of wish that i had gotten it mm. because i just had a bite but my scallops, the plancha seared scallops with savory grits, sweet corn, and pepidou emulsion for $49. Um, these are the best scallops I've had on property. They were good I've, size. Yeah, they were really Quite good size. Quite a bit of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think there were half a dozen or so. And yeah, good, big, plump, juicy scallops, perfectly cooked. If you say, all right, here, here is a level that the scallop needs to be cooked to to not have any sort of rareness to it. They hit that to absolute yeah. perfection Awesome to the point where it, it's almost like it's cooked. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's just literally at the degree it has to be done. Nice and nice sear on the outside. So juicy and tender on the inside. Uh, the grits were outstanding with the sweet corn and all the grits were. I this enjoyed that. So I took a bite good. of that. Yes. Yeah. And we know you're the grit queen. So <laughs> if you approve of them, they were very good. I, I loved this. I mean, and then, you know, we'll get into dessert. We ordered the 50th celebration midnight lemon, which is fresh berries, a crispy meringue and sweet lemon for $12. They also brought us a separate like chocolate mousse style dessert uh, with happy anniversary written in chocolate on it as a little surprise. Yes, that was super cute. These also super light and refreshing. Oh, the 50th min oh, yeah. lemon was so good. It was just refreshing. Like you said, I, I don't, I don't consider myself like a lemon flavored person oh, you know I what i mean it. yeah but I, I absolutely love it in desserts now yeah that citrus you know going back to uh citricose when we had that mm -hmm. florida sunshine yep. you know kind of cheesecake thingy flan whatever it was so good i love that citrus and it's such a refreshing end yep. to a meal um so super blown away by flying fish i'll be honest I know that a lot of things have changed. I know they've changed menus. I know they've got, you know, new proprietors and a chef and all that type of stuff. We'd been putting this off for a while. I think mm -hmm. we'd even made a reservation once or twice that we canceled or we kind of looked and we're like, eh. and finally, this was our, this was our anniversary. And dinner. we almost canceled this. I know. 
But we didn't because other things through the weekend kind of canceled and fell yeah. through. We so thought we, we were going to kept... do a lunch at Haleo on Friday. And honestly, we we're just looking at finances going, we can't do a big sit down. We know, it was just like, we can't do two sit down meals this weekend. Yeah. You know, we can do one. So once Haleo, uh, you know, basically was, was canceled, mm-hmm. we were like, all right, let's keep flying fish. Yeah. I wasn't super stoked, to be honest. Yeah. And absolutely blown away this as a restaurant moves into easily my top five yeah. like i said those two meal those two entrees are way up there with some of the best things i think we've ever had on property yeah it was really good like i want to go back and maybe sit at the bar or something mm-hmm. there's there's a lot more to try um yeah. i was so impressed go to flying fish make a reservation make a date night make mm-hmm. a whatever this is this would be a lot of fun with a couple couples mm-hmm. maybe or something yep. um Kids, you know, every Disney restaurant is kid friendly. Of course. But I don't think this is one you think, let's take the kids. Right. I think this is definitely, you know, maybe you're there with, you know, another couple or your parents or you're there, you know, kid free. I mm-hmm. think that's the time to do it, maybe without kids. But um, highly, highly recommend yeah. Flying Fish. So one of our new favorite places. Absolutely. So for Friday, for our lunch instead, we mm-hmm. kicked off the Main Street 16 Challenge weekend with the scavenger hunt. And mm-hmm. you know, as we said last episode, we help people kind of get on their way and figure out the app and get started. And then we were like, we went, we're ready to kind of sit back and relax. And I was hungry. And we're hungry. Let's get something that we've never had. And I'd looked at this place a lot of times, but I think it is overlooked often. Yeah. Because I've never heard a single thing about it. Yeah. And that is Yasaki. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a globally inspired kiosk. It features bowls and wraps. You can customize with your choice of protein, toppings, and sauce. And then you can pair that with a fruity slush, a sake, a beer, or a soft drink. This is located basically, it's a little brick kiosk. There's a, is it a Wetzel's, Wetzel's Pretzels right there? I think so. It's cro- pretty much across from Disney style. Yes. Yeah. Right there kind of between uh, Disney style and Planet Hollywood yep. and the Stargazer bar and all. It's just sitting there. It's very unassuming. You wouldn't mm-hmm. even recognize it's there. Uh, give us a couple of our quick bullet points for this one, Rhonda. Well, this is Asian Japanese. It is quick service. You do have their annual discount annual pass holder, excuse me, discount for 10% off. And this opens at 11 a.m. and goes to 11 p.m. This would be a great, like, yeah, this would be a great like late night too mm-hmm. when you're finishing up at Disney Springs, I think. So lots of different bowls. Um, they have a couple starting off. They have these street food snacks. And mm-hmm. one of them is the Courage, I think it is pronounced, or I could be completely off. I know <laughs> I mispronounced it when I ordered it. He corrected me, and I don't remember what he said. Uh, this is a Japanese-style fried chicken for $7. Mm-hmm. How did you How did you like this? This really is kinda, good. Would you say tempura? It's kind of like I, a tempura fried chicken? That's exactly how yeah. I would describe it, because um, it was very light-breaded and yes. very, very good, and it, it felt clean and not greasy, yes. and it was just really, really good came with like a, a thick uh, soy teriyaki style dipping sauce mm-hmm. to go with it. Yep. Um, I absolutely loved it. Like you said, super light to mm-hmm. the point of where, yeah, I mean like paper thin breading. Yeah. But that tempura style. Yes. And chicken cooked to absolute perfection mm-hmm. on the inside. Uh, we also went with, they have these buns. They do have a teriyaki chicken bun mm-hmm. that I would like to take Kaylin to yes. and get her that. But yes. we opted for the very strange, <laughs> doesn't seem like it should be on the menu, pizza bun. Yes. Which is stuffed with sausage, marinara, and cheese for $6. Mm-hmm. Imagine the size of a Japanese-style bun, mm-hmm. and that's the size that it is. Yeah. What did you think of this? 
It was good. It was, again, surprising. Like, I think the teriyaki would have probably been better. Yeah. And, but this was good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it tasted like a pizza in a, in a bite. Yeah. Um, but with a real soft, of course, dough in the bun. My only gripe, I thought the flavors were excellent. My only gripe is that, kind of back to the mufalada, the bread to filling ratio, I think, teetered on the side of heavy bread. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would have liked a bit more filling to kind of balance those two out. But I did enjoy the flavors. And we 100% will take Kalen to get yeah. the teriyaki chicken one. Absolutely. Um, then for one of the fresh bowls, we decided to split. And I'm very glad we did. Uh, fresh. It's ahi tuna poke bowl. This is fresh tuna, spinach, carrot, avocado, cucumber, seaweed salad, a tempura crunch, and a spicy poke sauce. This is served over white rice for fourteen dollars. Mm-hmm. This was a bowl to share. This was a large portion. Yeah, it was a lot. Did you it like was it? Really good. Yeah. The tuna was perfect. Tasted amazing. And that just bowl when you kind of mixed everything together the. Spicy pokey sauce was spicy. Yeah. Um, but it was still good. You just have to be prepared to like that spicy sauce. Yeah. So I thought it was great. I would get it again. This this as a whole, you know, because we were debating like we were maybe thinking of like deluxe burger. You know, we mm-hmm. hadn't eaten there in a long time. We're kind of like, what do we want to get? I got to say, this is one of those places and one of those meals that is so good for a busy, hot style day at Disney. Mm-hmm. Because it is super refreshing and feels super light. Yeah. This was a heavy, large bowl. And it had rice and it had all this stuff in it. But I remember we sat down and ate everything. And you can still walk away going, I feel com- like I feel complete. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Not just overstuffed. Yeah. Or you just, don't feel gross. You yeah. don't, especially for a lunch. You know, that's a, that's a, it's one thing, you know, you're kind of maybe winding down. You're eating a late dinner and you're like, you know what? I've been running all around parks or Disney Springs or whatever it is all day. I need a big fat burger and fries. Right. You know, but this for a lunch is one that you can eat. You're going to be full. You're going to get, you know, it's, it's pretty healthy for you, uh, you know, pretty much all around. Mm-hmm. But then you could go on with your day. Like if, if we had eaten this in the middle of the 16 ride challenge, that would have been okay. Yeah. As opposed to sitting down and having something heavy and, and like a burger and fries or whatever. So I think this is a wonderful stop for that. Yeah. Um, I also went ahead and got the Violet Sake, which is a refreshing balance of sake, purple pear, and lime juice for $12. Uh, what is it? The Sea Butterfly? Yes. Right? It was very that we similar love to over that, I in, think. in um, mm-hmm. the pavilion there in China. Very similar to that. Yes. I'll, I'll say, I think Sea Butterfly is the best cocktail on property yes this would probably come in maybe at number second again super refreshing this purple pear i guess i, I want to look up like is i wonder if the whole <laughs> pear is purple is it just the outside skin is the inside purple delicious beautiful beautiful vibrant drink with a ton of flavor if you don't like sake you're not going to know that sake's in this i yeah. don't think you would think it was potentially maybe a vodka or something like that i feel maybe. like so super delicious super refreshing um, we did end up on the day of, uh, the challenge. We did mobile order at Satali Canteen. Yes. Had not eaten there in a long time. Yes. So that Never was disappoints. Fun. No. You and I went for the slow roasted, uh, sliced grilled beef bowl, which we tend to do. And Lucy and Caleb went for the chili garlic shrimp bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, as we've said in the past, and we won't spend a lot of time on this one because everybody knows how good Satali Canteen yes. is. Yeah, I think it's still the best quick service on property. And as I said, I think a couple weeks ago, like, you could eat here. You could go for two weeks 
You know, you're coming from the UK. You could come for two weeks. Right. Okay. And you could pop over to Animal Kingdom after 2 p.m. every single day, I think, and create a different dish based on You've said this your before, proteins. and I don't think you can. I still, I got to figure out, there's got to be something I can plug the numbers into to see how many different combinations come out. Because you have chicken, uh, beef, or shrimp. Mm-hmm. Or you could do a combination of beef and chicken. And there's tofu too. There, and there's a tofu, correct. So you've got basically four different proteins you could choose from. Mm-hmm. You have, I think, uh, four different bases as far as like a rice, a noodle, the hash, stuff like that. You've got three or four different sauces. So I really think you could create so many different yeah. items if you switch it up every time. But Satali is the go-to. I've missed it. I'm so glad that we stopped. Yeah, it was good. Again, here we are on our third park. We've been running ourselves ragged all day. We've got a big night ahead of us. This is something you can get that is filling without making you feel full or gross once yeah. you're done. So I think that's super, And it's super large important. enough to split, yes. which we did. Yes, especially if you do the combo bowl yeah. of the chicken and that chicken. I know we didn't get it, but that chicken yeah. is so good. Rhonda, I'm going to let you take over and talk a little bit about Gideon's that you mm-hmm. now force me to go to every time. And we bring home (laughs) way too many sweets and cookies. I work from home. I've got to walk by these cookies all day, every day. And it is near impossible to not take several bites throughout the day, even though I do not want to. Yeah. Talk about Gideon's. Um, Well, it's so funny because honestly, I got to give all the credit to Rachel Mm -hmm. because we had never gone. And every time the line... Honestly, it just looks so long. And I'm like, I, I don't want to stand in that line to wait for yeah. it. So she was actually going and picking some up. So she was like, what do y'all want? And I was like, oh, okay. So she got them for us. And this was we, a couple months ago. And this was our first time, mm-hmm. right? We had ever had them. And when she got them for us and we tasted them, I mean, seriously, I was like, oh my goodness, these are the best cookies I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. But I like a soft cookie. Now, those of you out there that like that like almost crispy, crunchy cookie, like, okay, for example, this one we got this last time was pistachio toffee chocolate chip. Yes, you get some of the crunch from... The, the toffee, the, and, yeah. the, you know, the pistachios, but the cookie itself is almost to me like a cakey, mm-hmm. soft cookie, which I personally absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is a bakery. It opens at 10 a.m. It goes to 11 p.m. And your prices are about fourteen ninety nine and under. And usually the fourteen ninety nine is probably the cakes. Yeah. You got, I think they're $6 per cookie. I think so. I think um, it was... Five or six per cookie. Something like yeah. that. And then they usually have one of the month. Mm-hmm. And they have a morning coffee cake cookie and a evening coffee cake cookie, which usually that is more of like a chocolate. This morning one we got because we were there early and they already, so I guess it was very busy at Disney Springs that day. Yeah. And when it is, <clears throat> excuse me, they will immediately... Once the line gets to a certain point, they will put a virtual queue out there. Which is the way to go, Which honestly. Which is. Yeah. Uh, we love it. So we went up there and had got our name in the virtual queue. And she said it'd probably be about 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we that's when we headed over to Everglades. And then 
literally it was hysterical because we were there and it said we could come back. So I'm like texting Rachel, like, what do I do? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, we're can still we go back? Place, like, hanging out with Chuck we, and Amy. Right. Yep. So she was like, just don't do anything. You're fine. She said, I've done it. And then gone and gotten in the evening. Yeah, and like hours up. later. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, okay. But when we were headed back, I did text to, to say, Hey, we're on our yeah. way. And then you do have to stand in the long, the long line. I'm going to air quote because I mean, it takes about 20 minutes ish, give or take, yeah. depending on how, what the people want. They know if they want in front of us yeah. and how long it takes. I mean, once you get in, basically, I mean, they move you through quick because it's, it's not like a walk. It's not like a walk in. If you've not been inside and highly recommend you do even just to oh, get one so cookie cool. and just to see inside. Yeah. But basically when you get in, it's a line inside that you're directly fed into. It's not like yeah. a walk in, walk around, look at stuff. You know, you're literally going through the line mm-hmm. as you get in. So it moves pretty quickly, but it's nice. It's too. super cool in there. Yeah. It's and so Cause they cool. have like the cook. I don't know if they're, real but they have cookies that you can see what you like want and they also give you the card where you can so Mm -hmm. when you go up to the cashier you better be ready that's what i that's (laughs) what i feel like but um so i was ready and i was like all right i want the peanut butter crunch i want the original chocolate chip i we got the morning coffee cake which i was super excited about because kaylin doesn't like all these like chocolates and things so and then we got the pistachio toffee chocolate chip. And I mean, first of all, they're fantastic. But that morning coffee cake, she absolutely loved. Yeah. I took a couple of bites. Let Lacey took a bite. And then because Lacey, I mean, Kaylin wouldn't eat any others. I just let her have the rest of the cookie and she ate it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. I mean, again, if you've not seen these, these are half pound cookies. Mm. They're huge. And. I got to say that the hype had been around for a long time before Rachel ever got us our first ones. Mm -hmm. And I was skeptic. I just thought, okay, there is zero chance that the hype that has now been created around this place is going to live up to it. It, You know, it'd be one thing if it just opened and I never heard of it and walked in and whatever, but the hype is so real. These are the best cookies I've ever had there. I mean, you described them perfectly. It's almost like a, a cake like a denser cake inside, but you get the crunch on the outside from stuff like the chips or the toffee or the pistachios. That balance, that pistachio pistachio toffee, that balance of chocolate to saltiness from the pistachio. Those are really good. Like, holy moly. Just the, the flavor and the taste that it leaves in your mouth is unbelievable. <laughs> I I just, this place lives up to every single hype for me personally yeah i'm not saying it will for everyone because again if you go in and you like a crunchy cookie or something you know they're not warm it's not like you're getting a warm cookie you could certainly zap it in the microwave for a little bit correct i don't think you need to right and you can freeze these yes that is what rachel has done um multiple times when she gets quite a few of them we (laughs) have yet to do that because there's never been any left because we eat them and, but and it I is want perfect. to do that. Yeah, but but it is so perfect. And literally what I would do is like, you know, all last week, like I would eat lunch and then I would literally take a cookie out and take one bite. And yeah. that was it. Yep. And that was like perfect for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want any more than that. I'm, I'm never going to sit down and eat this entire oh, cookie no, in no. one sitting. I no. don't know if people do. And but maybe they do. It, 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 it is one of those things where if they do, like, I don't know how you wouldn't feel almost like. Yeah, Ugh, like I know, that's what I because think. there's it's so, a half I mean, pound. It is, and it is, <laughs> and it is fun to split with a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, it's it is really good, but yeah, I 
and maybe it's because of our lifestyle change too, or we're not eating so many sweets. Yeah. I'm, I'm so satisfied with like two bites, maybe three and that's it. Yeah, I am too. And, and not giant bites, like a just nice little small bite. Yeah. Well, not only did we bring home these four half pound cookies, mm-hmm. we also that morning went to the WDW radio uh, meetup with Lou Mangello. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck and Amy, our new friends were there. So we mm-hmm. got to hang out with them, but he was having a meetup at Everglazed and we thought, let's shoot over. Let's say hi to Lou, um, you know, kind of wrap out this, this weekend with a little trip to Disney Springs. So went ahead and went over there. Uh, Rhonda, what, well, first let's talk about the breakfast Sammy that we had had before and wanted to get again. Um, this is two eggs, American cheese and your choice of bacon or sausage. We went with bacon. This is $10. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a decent price though. We actually split it, Yeah. but this is made for one. You know, yeah. when you're talking about like the cookies or when we go to talk about the donuts, cause they're super sweet and loaded with toppings. I feel like they're all very splittable. This isn't necessarily a splittable sandwich. But again, with the way that we're eating now right. and the way we've changed some things in our lifestyle, we're splitting things like this. Yeah. What do you think of these breakfast sandwiches? Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Like it's just it, it, the cheese melting all over. It, the, the eggs are great. The brioche, it's a brioche bun, right? Or something. It was like yeah, a it's like it's almost type a, of, it's got a little sweetness almost mm, to it. Almost, almost like, like a like sweetbread bread. Hawaiian, bun. yeah. Yeah, something. Hawaiian. That would be the good way to go. But it's a good size. Yeah. Uh, it, it It's really, really good. I enjoyed it. This is a absolutely delicious sandwich, breakfast mm-hmm. sandwich. Um, probably one of my favorites, you know, to, to get on property. I, I wish that there would be something like this available in all of your quick service um, hotels you yeah. know, at, at the food courts and all. It's this exact sandwich yeah, just wrapped and ready good. to roll would be really good. Um, talk about some donuts, Rhonda, because you thought I will get four donuts and take them home to the girls. Yes, I did. And we did. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, I got Kaylin just the classic glazed Lacey. Anytime we, you know, go to Dunkin', both of them are doing a classic glazed and a strawberry iced with sprinkles. Yeah. So I did those two for the girls. And then they had a s'mores, s'mores galore. And this was a chocolate iced donut, marshmallow fluff, a giant toasted marshmallow, and crushed graham crackers. Or it was actually golden, uh, um, yeah, golden graham, golden right? graham. Yeah, it was actually the cereal, cereal sprinkled yeah. on top, yeah. Um, but this was first of all beautiful, mm-hmm. very Instagram worthy, yeah. yeah. And we tasted it and had some, and it was fantastic. Uh, I actually liked the marshmallow fluff. So let's see. So when we first took a bite, you kind of got the outside slash. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of dug into like the donut and the middle and that bite oh, with the chocolate, the marshmallow fluff, some of the graham crackers and the donut itself. It was awesome. Yeah. For this one, so I, the good. flavors were so good. Tasted like a s'more with the donut. I mean, it's exactly as mm-hmm. described. Um, the only issue with ours is if you're going to get this, eat it there. Yeah, because we brought it home. And so by the time we went to eat it, the actual um, golden graham cereal, they weren't crunchy anymore. Nope. And I missed that crunch. Yeah. But flavors were outstanding. Yeah. And then what's the specialty one we got? So they, with the great name. Yeah, they had the it's called the Nifty 50 and it's lavender colored vanilla icing topped with buttercream frosting and sprinkles topped with an edible 50th sweet paper disc. And I really liked the look and the description of it because it's more again air quote like 
plain. Yeah. And sometimes I like that. Mm-hmm. So we got that and it was, it was just fantastic. Great, yeah. great taste, great donut and just nice and on the more plain side. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, I think you need sometimes, you know, you're looking at these, like that s'more donut is just loaded with stuff where yep. it almost, it almost borders on over the top. Mm-hmm. Like again, that's a splittable donut. Yeah. Whereas I think you could take out the entire nifty 50 yourself and not feel mm. like you had too much sweetness maybe. Mm. But you know, these donuts run 475 for the classics, 575 for what they're calling the funky bunch, which are these kind of real like exotic crazy mm-hmm. donuts. Um again, seems like a lot for a donut, but you know, much like to my surprise Voodoo Donuts over at City Walk, mm-hmm. it's another one of those like I yep. said about Gideons. You're kind of thinking, "All right, man, they're donuts. What's the hype?" Yeah. And they live up to it. Yeah. You know, this is not walking into Dunkin' Donuts, Mm-mm. which are fine. I'm not a big donut guy. Yeah. This makes me a donut guy. Yeah. Absolutely love them. I think this is a wonderful breakfast spot. They actually do have, we'll have to do one time, they do have the spicy like chicken donut sandwich mm-hmm. that we'll still have to try, but they absolutely also do, love Everglades. They also do cold brews mm-hmm. and coffees. Yeah. All kind. They even make their own milks. Yeah. Which is kind of cool sounding. Um got that wonderful outside area that you can go sit and relax i mean it was a beautiful morning when we were out there we ate on a trash can but right well we actually (laughs) got starbucks before and then amy got and chuck got a cold brew and coffee and they both said it was very good so the next time we do go i think we are gonna go ahead and we did something the first time i think we did get some sort of beverage the time we went the first time we ever went with the girls something iced yeah i don't know that it was a cold brew but it was some sort of iced something but very very good Mm -hmm. um man we ate a lot of great stuff that weekend yeah and i love the fact that again flying fish was our only sit down the rest are like kind of quick service and you know again a gideon's and and stuff like that um it was super good everything we were so impressed and flying fish i just well that's going to be the one now that you guys are going to get sick of hearing me talk about oh my goodness. flying fish. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to get back there sometime soon. Maybe we can stop at the bar with Cat and Michael when we go in two weeks or something okay. and grab a little something. Because I'd do that peanut butter freeze again and get lobster bisque and a peanut butter freeze. Okay. Call it a day. Okay. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you have dined at any of these locations, of course, we would love to hear your thoughts, what you had. Did you like it? Did you not like it? If you've not dined at these locations, um, go ahead and check them out yeah. and let us know what you think. You can do that all over social at Main ST Magic or the Main Street Magic community on Facebook. As long as you're out there, hit that subscribe button. You get those brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And of course, we would be so thankful if you leave us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.